The following candid audio is, a, is from a former phone sex operator who was discussing with me why she's left the business after watching the decline of the industry into nothing but deviant behavior. I'm sharing this with you with her permission. Her voice has been changed. God, that's one of the reasons why I was like, mm-mm. I'm not supporting this industry no more. I'm not working in this industry no more. I'm not making not one motherfucking penny until these fucking payment processors and these fucking platforms like fucking all that shit start banning these bitches that are catering to fucking pedophilia. I'm not making not one more motherfucking penny for you motherfuckers. No. No. Motherfucking no. Motherfucking no. Motherfucking no. Motherfucking no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It sickens me. It makes me sick. It makes me sick. It makes me sick to my stomach to think that someone's out there that they're using that shit. To, you know what I mean? I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't even finish that sentence. And there you go. Thus is the state of our industry right now. And hello, welcome to Bitch Talk with your two favorite bitches, Dr. Sue and... Hello, it's Amelia Devine. And I swear, the first time I heard the audio, it broke my heart. Yeah. It really I did. I understand that she has been, she has PTSD from what she's done, mm-hmm. from the calls that she has tried to take, from the, the work that she has tried to do. She is another example of PTSD, because you will get PTSD by doing taboo phone calls. You will. Mm-hmm. It's you certainly will. And it stays with you. It stays with you. It's not like, you know, you can, you know, it's not like you take a few months off and then come back and everything's fine. No, it stays no. with you. Yes, it does. So I mean, the, who, I, who the hell is that? We're going to tie all this in because what the hell are we talking about? Taboo and OnlyFans and, <laughs> you know, the whole marquee decide. So... Who the hell is the Marquis decide, and why the hell do we care what the Marquis decide has to do with any of this? Oh, the Marquis decide. Let me talk about this little motherfucker for a little bit. So the Marquis decide. Um, he was born June second, seventeen forty, and I did send out a Wikipedia on um, my Twitter page. I hope everybody will be able to catch up with. There's a lot to his story, but to really break it all down. He basically is a sick son of a bitch. When he was born, um, not too long after he was born, his father left the family. His mother went into a convent, and he was raised by all the servants. And they kind of went for every single thing that he wanted to do. You know, they spoiled him disgustingly rotten. And he became a very violent kid with his temper tantrums. And as he grew up, you know, the sent him away to school. And I'm not going to say all of these French places because I just don't have that accent. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> just sorry, I just don't have it. Georgia, not Louisiana. No, don't have it. <laughs> but um, they did send him away to school. And while he was in school, of course, he was um, beaten by the archdiocese of the school. Um all the way to the flagellation. I can never pronounce that word right. Um, but he, that's what he grew up with. So he had abandonment, 
by his parents, and then he was spoiled fucking rotten. And then while he was in school, he was beaten constantly. So he was used to having women do his bidding with the people spoiling him, with the um, uh, servants spoiling him, and he was used to being beaten. And as he grew up, it just kind of really pushed out a part of himself that really had a very, um, trying to say it in a good way, but more of like a, like a libertine is about the best way to describe it. Uh-huh. Very abnormal sexual desires. Uh, very unconventional. Um, the terms of sodomy comes from the Marquis de Sade. He called it, when he called anal sex sodomy, it came from his terms. And he was actually in prison and declared insane for like almost 30 years of his life. He was in prison and declared insane. And he was only so what, in prison. So what landed him in prison? Did he get caught doing all these weird deviant behaviors? Yes, that's really what landed him in prison. He was actually, um, he started going to prison because he was writing about this. He's actually a playwright. He's got quite a few books besides the 120 Days of Sodom and besides Justine. Um, he's got quite a few books that he's um, published anonymously. Um, he did a lot of plays that he did anonymously. Um, and so he was so out there with it. And plus, you got to understand, too, that one of his fetishes that he loved was blasphemy, which during the French Revolution time is against the law. Uh-huh. So that's mainly what they first caught him on. But he was also condemned to death because him and his male lover were caught. But they ended up fleeing that um, prison sentence, and they moved to Italy, I believe it was. But he was incarcerated. He was actually also declared insane. And so for 32 years of his life, I'm seeing it right here, for 32 years of his life, he was in prisons and insane asylum. So he basically was a political prisoner. And it was Napoleon Bonaparte, actually, that went out to arrest him at one of the times. Um, but he wrote... Could he most- reach him? <laughs> I don't know. It was probably because, you know, the French is the revolution. Everybody was shorter in those days. I I mean, Napoleon didn't fuck them. I mean, I don't know why he would, but anyway. Well, okay, so what's some of the things that he was promoting? What are some of the taboo things that got him in shit? Um, Well, before I go into that, just to lead into it, Mm. the last four years of his life, he had a relationship with a 14-year-old in the insane asylum. From one of the, but it was daughter of one of the people in the insane asylum. Mm-hmm. He promoted um, forced, loved forced, very young prostitution, um, severe corporal punishment. Um, okay, so we're talking a lot of corporal punishment. We're talking mm-hmm. pedophilia, right? Mm-hmm. Talking corporal um, punishment. Pedophilia. Um, he does do a lot of scat All and water sports. All your toilet play. Toilet play. All of your okay. toilet play. Right. Um, and sodomy, then also, obviously. Yes, sodomy with every single thing you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. And um, also, there was a lot of bondage that he liked and that he promoted. So a lot of it, you know, there is some of it that 
you can see would go into the BDSM world because right. overall, the Marquis de Sade basically he gave no fucks about the laws. This is what he wanted sexually. This is what he was going to go after sexually. Nobody was going to tell him no. Right. Okay. We get that because us in the kink community, we are that way. This is how we are. This is what we enjoy. Nobody could tell us no. However, even in those times, they knew the things that he was doing, that he was promoting, were morally wrong. The pedophilia, morally wrong. The forced, that is morally wrong. Well, Nyma just said here that it's non-consensual sadism. Yeah. And that is what it is. He was a sadist, Mm -hmm. obviously. And what I'm getting from what you're describing, because honestly I have not read any of his shit. I know of him. I I know very little of him. Mm -hmm. He's never interested me. So what I'm seeing from what just the little bit that you've just told me is we have a psychopath. It's clear yeah. that he was a psychopath. He probably had many other disorders, but when you are abandoned by your parents at a young age, mm-hmm. that fucks up the brain. Oh, yeah. So and, and then the archdiocese was beating him daily. And as right? you're growing up being beaten, you kind of, depending on how your brain is wired, of course, it was connecting that with enjoyment. Mm-hmm. It was connecting that with what needs to be done. So, of course, he's growing up being having women, because the women that were raising him, the servants that were raising him were bending to his every will. Right. Understand, it wasn't just, you know, oh, you're overspoiled. They were bending to his every will. So he is watching women bow down to him and do whatever he wants. And then he is connecting, growing up, being beaten every day, and it's flipping something in his brain. So he's wanting that. So, yeah, he right. is. I, yeah, I do truly believe that he was off his rocker. And like I said, he was he was declared insane. Right. Now, I'm not going to hold a lot of credence to him being declared insane because back then, let's face it, we weren't really practicing a lot of mental health. And most of what goes on was probably political, right? So Very we're going to shut him up because he's a fucking freak. And this is how we're going to do it. There's probably just underhanded ways that you would have to do it. I mean, my God, mm-hmm. it was only in the late 50s, early 60s that women could get divorced without a reason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can just imagine what it was like back then. You probably had to come up with all kinds of ways to, like, say that he's a complete freak. But he mm-hmm. definitely, we know that he's definitely right up there with serial killers because he's got issues, right? Yeah, he's right up, he's right up there with the very, the very sick. Um, and in the, in the, there are accounts when he was in prison and in the asylum where he was like start riots, um, where right. he would rape the other inmates mm-hmm. and the younger they were, the happier he was. He would always go after the younger ones. And of course, in those days, they would put a 10 year old in with 50 year olds, right? you know, because they just didn't have the care. So that's what he would do in the asylum. So he's being held by some, not all, in the kink BDSM community, but you can see his name being thrown around a lot. I was just going to say that. So we've got women and men, mm-hmm. mostly women, though, 
who are deciding themselves everywhere. Decide, decide, mm-hmm. decide. I am, you know, whatever, Empress, decide. So the, the decide is out everywhere. So what mm-hmm. does that say to everybody? What does that say about you? Does that Are you a sick fuck? Exactly. Is that okay with you? The problem is... You know, is... like I'm not grasping why we're grasping onto something. It would be like, okay, my new character is Bundy's sister. <laughs> I'm not saying it wouldn't fly. It might. It probably would. My mm-hmm. point in all of this is you guys are feeding mental illness with this, mm-hmm. and that's wrong. And the thing is, too, is that there's no research on this. You know, the ones that are putting them out there as decide. They're mm. not researching to find out no. who the marquee really is. They're seeing, um, like they're seeing Silo. Maybe they saw the movie Silo. They haven't even read 120 Days of Sodom. Maybe they're just watching Silo. And Silo, honestly, is very little to do with the actual 120 Days of Sodom. Mm-hmm. They just took little bits out of there. There's no way they can show no, what all right. happened in the 120 She just said in the chat room, which, by the, by the way, guys, in case you're listening in right now, we, because Blog Talk Radio's chat room is absolutely horrifying, we also now have, thanks to Amelia's bright thinking today, she has created oh. a Discord chat room for us to be able to chat properly without the thing crashing and everything acting up. So if you guys mm-hmm. want to just head to either of our Twitter feeds, so actually go to Ms. Millie Divine on Twitter or Dr. Sue on Twitter, and you will see that we have the link right there. Or if you're sitting in the chat and you want to bounce over, there is a chat link in the Blog Talk chat as well. So don't and, and feel free to call us. We want to hear from you tonight because this mm-hmm. is a touchy subject especially when it comes to BDSM. So if you want to, give us a call, 657-383-0031. So, okay, but how does this have anything to do with OnlyFans? Well, because guess who wasn't checking their content? (laughs) Guess who wanted just the money and didn't want to pay anyone to check their content? Mm -hmm. And guess who got wind of it? The BBC. And the BBC does not take prisoners, folks. We know this. And they were getting ready to do an expose on everything they found. And that Mm -hmm. was when they flipped the switch and said, oh, no, we're getting rid of adult content. No, no. You can't do that when you built your platform on adult content. What you can do is run a goddamn company properly. And if you're on OnlyFans, my suggestion is get the fuck off of it. It's go, they're gonna if they've already tried it once, they're gonna dump it eventually. They oh yeah, want, it's even in the it is it's in their terms of service that October that they're gonna change was, this at some point. Yeah, yeah, it says that they're going they could change it at any time. And also to who anybody who's listening to this and they're on OnlyFans, remember they only suspended the October first deadline. They didn't cancel it. No. They suspended it. So in other words, we're thinking of another way to get rid of you. Mm-hmm. How can we get rid of these adult performers who built our platform, but now they've gotten carried away? Well, number one, I, Amelia and I disagree on this. I feel it's the platform's job to police the platform. 
she kind of feels that, you know, that the PSOs and the content creators should also be policing themselves. Well, in a perfect fairy tale world, that would be great. <laughs> but come on, woman. You're asking these fucking knuckleheads to police them. So these are the same people that are calling themselves Desad. Without I do, even knowing I, do what the I mean, it, it would be nice, but the thing is, though, is like we were talking about um, also earlier, is that a lot of these PSOs and content creators that have come in since COVID started have absolutely no knowledge, no training. Zero clue. Zero clue on what they're doing. None. And so, yeah, there is a, there's a moral compass that a person should have. But, and I expect people to use that moral compass. I know I'm asking way too much of human beings, but you know, especially sometimes right now, just, I'm just saying does. common sense and brains are lacking right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is sociologically speaking because I find it fascinating. Comes down to the almighty dollar. This comes down to what are you willing to do to pay your bills, and are you really gonna sink? to the levels of catering to pedophilia, of catering to these Desaad-esque fucking taboo fetishes. There's a reason why they're banned on all the major platforms. Mm-hmm. And then you have, and when you have, and I'm going to just throw this straight out there, when you have these fucking clients that are chasing each and every fucking content creator or PSO or anyone they possibly can, and they say, will you do this type of pedophilia? And they ask for the most disgusting stuff, and they're willing to just throw money out, money out, money out. Mm-hmm. Because they, they know that nothing. eventually someone will do it. Yeah. That's why. Exactly. Exactly. So it is a lot. You know, there's things that should be policed, you know, all the way from the platform, um, but it is also a responsibility in the community, you know, to see that stuff. Call this shit out. Call Call it out and call it in. If you see something, you know, if you see someone doing something like that, report the shit. Yes. I mean, we had one that was doing a racial thing, wasn't it, too long ago, not too long ago, on I Want, I think it was on I Want Phone. Might have been on many of those, but I know there was a big racial issue of Uh someone just doing racism, I mean, like uh-huh. hardcore stuff, uh-huh. and they they got turned in, and they got taken down. That shows what the community can do if we See, work and, together and again, to get rid of this bullshit. But when you're getting into the racism aspect of things, now you're getting into get, – see, this is where we have these issues, guys. No one's saying, okay, I'm not saying you can't piss on your friends. If that's what y'all want to do, <laughs> do it. If y'all want to sit down and eat a bowl of shit, you go right ahead. I will fight for your right to do that. I just don't think we need it everywhere. Do it behind closed. was a reason why BDSM was very clandestine back in the day. And this is why. Nobody needs to have this shoved in their face. So when you're tracing through OnlyFans and you come over some, you know, shit-eating fucking clip, nobody Mm -hmm. needs to see that. That's a vanilla site. You guys do realize OnlyFans is a vanilla site. It always portrayed itself that way. 
Now, wait a minute. Back on, on that, though, it portrayed itself as a vanilla site. You know, when to come out, did the whole little vanilla thing. But just as the AVM promotional site on Twitter pointed out, OnlyFans use a CC bill. There should be no, yeah. This whole, oh, it's our pain. They had it in the back okay, of their so, mind. Yeah. Hold they up one it. second on that bullshit. Sex fucking sells. It's bullshit. CC Bill has been the oldest adult payment processor since the Internet was birthed, okay? Mm -hmm. They have been there forever, my friends. So for them to turn around and go, oh, it's the payment processor, that's bullshit. Right. Okay? It's because they're making more money with their little D-list actors and all these little fucking freaks that jump on and may mm-hmm. flash their tits once and then make about $2 million in a half an hour, those are the clients they want. They don't want you anymore. And they are going to phase you out. Smart people jump over to AVN. And, Amelia, tell everybody why nobody wants to go to AVN. Oh, nobody wants to go to AVN because AVN police it. Exactly. They AVN have will not allow this use. shit up there. They won't. They have words you can't use. They will yeah. actually go in there, and they have people that look at your content sometimes. You know, they do have humans that look at it, and they will remove your content. Um, they will watch everything that you're doing because they are a porn site. They know how porn right. works. They're not in exactly. it to just go ahead and grab the oh, holy dollar. They're in it to keep the business going, and they're not going to take your bullshit. Yeah. I mean, even with me, whenever I was actually active on AVN, um, and it was when AVN really first started, they were pointing out things to me that I couldn't say. Like, um, they were, of course, adding new words, but, um, you know, I would use fag, you know, like sissy fag or something. They actually took down some of my clips that had that put in there. Mm-hmm. So you see yeah. how all of these things can become gray areas. Okay, the fact that um, pedophilia is wrapped into little and ABDL, mm-hmm. that's not really what littles and ABDLs are for. I have been right. on these platforms the same as all y'all. Tegan Marie's got said, said right here, I originally came from an anything goes platform as long as you use the word fantasy to cover their ass. It really does feed into your psyche as a PSO. Yes, it really it does. does. Yes, and it stays it with will you. I came from, I came from anything goes. When I first started, I was on the Anything Goes company, and I was actually playing a young character when I first started. And the stuff I would do, because I didn't know any better. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. 2006. I didn't know any better. So Mm -hmm. the stuff I agreed to, the stuff I did were just, it it was horrible, horrible, Mm -hmm. horrible. And it's still today in my mind. It goes through my mind, and I think about it, and I kind of get that cringy feel, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Yep. But, you know, it's, it does. Like Tegan says, it stays with you. And it will. And this is the thing that you guys, and I've done them. I've done the shitty calls too, you guys. Everybody everybody in this business at one time or another has done these shitty calls mm-hmm. for whatever their reason happened to be. The point is doing them on a daily creating actual clips where you're coming up with scripting and you've got people actually shitting into bowls and pissing on your friends. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me right now? Really? Really? It's important for you to get that five ninety nine a month? Seriously? 
I just, I, I'm not grasping why you would want to feed mental illness. I'm just not grasping the point of this, other than it's for a dollar, which we know that's basically what it is. They're because monetizing it. They're monetizing yes. the mental illness. There you go. That is it. This is our line of the evening, okay? Amelia came up with this. They are monetizing <laughs> mental illness. Yes, one, that's exactly what they're fucking doing. Mm-hmm. You are monetized. And I have had women come back to me and turn around and say, well, you know, um, I'm helping. Okay, how you helping, mm. honey? Well, Mm-mm. I'm helping because by doing these phone calls, I'm actually saving children. Because he's going to take all this aggression and whatever issue he has out with me and not on an actual child. Well, again, I know that probably helps you sleep at night, boo-boo, but unfortunately, it don't work that way. No. Psychologically speaking, I'm going to give you guys, please listen to me. Please listen to this if you listen to nothing else. You are doing the exact opposite of that. You are actually ramping this motherfucker up to go and grab a child. They're not fucking, you know, you're not appeasing this bullshit, okay? You're Mm -hmm. making it worse. Because if you think for one minute that people just go along and, you know, do their little kink and, oh, I'm just going to pick up the phone and that's going to be all, it doesn't work that way psychologically. It just doesn't. What you're going to do is cause these men to go out and abuse children. It may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. But as long as you keep feeding these fantasies, that's exactly what's going to happen. And that's what you're going to get women Tegan put in here. Tegan put in here to know that that's exactly what they used to tell us. And it is what they used to say. Clients, mm-hmm. when they would get done with their little pedo calls, you know, during the whole little pillow talk time, they would always say, I wouldn't really do this in real life. It's just a fantasy, you know. And just Bullshit. like Tegan says, it was like yep. they were trying to validate it. Of course they are. And they're trying but they to look knew at it they and go, were okay, wrong. Okay they knew they were calls. wrong. Yep. Why would they sure apologize they at the end of it if they didn't ah, know they were wrong? That proves it. So I'm just saying, I, I would like to see everybody who's listening, if you ever listen and whatever, thank you, Jesus, for listening. Um, I just want to see you guys use your heads more. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what someone's going to turn around and do because of your clip, because of your call. Mm -hmm. That may be the clip or call that pushes him over the edge to do something that hurts someone. And now we're getting into non-consensual shit. Because the basis of all this is always going to be consent. And you can sit there and you can say to me, well, you know what? This is two consenting adults. We're having a phone conversation. We can do whatever we want. I dig, I dig that. The only drawback is, no matter what, you are going to make that person become an abuser. Mm-hmm. End up. Nima just put on here, it's a gateway drug. It is, 100%. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, see, and, and, okay, William just said, Sir Beast just said, this line of discussion is getting me flashbacks to when I was a kid and not in a good way. Do you mm. see 
how this can trigger. Now, let's look at this logically. I'm going to, I'm going to be fucking honest with you all right now, okay? And the honest thing is most people in the sex industry would rather do something else for a living. Some of us do it because it's convenient. Some of us do it for whatever reason, but 99% of all of us are damaged. Get that through your head. And by doing these calls, you are going to damage yourself further. You have to know your own limits. And a lot of people don't. They don't know their own limits or they're too weak to stand up to their own limits because they're so worried, well, this guy won't call me anymore. I won't have that money anymore. I won't get that $20 if I don't act like a little four-year-old. Yeah, but boo-boos, you got to understand that this, if you're going to do this job, yeah, Naima's right. Some of that it's shit so is soul-staining, and mm-hmm. she's right. It is shit you can't get off. You can't unhear it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Because in the end, you're screwing yourself. That's honest to God. You're screwing yourself by doing this shit. And because we have that any little tiny. New, cr- Go ahead. If we if we have any new PSOs that are coming into this, and they happen to run across this podcast, then the one thing I hope that this can actually help them with is to understand that if you do start going down that road. If, if it's easy. It's an easy road to go down. It's an easy road to get stuck in and to go down because yep. it is so easy to get those perks. And Kiara's and right. She just up. said, people are so fucked by the economy right now. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing anything you can to put food on the table and a roof over your heads. I but the problem that, is, you guys. The moment they start going down that, if you're a new PSO and you start going that down that road of pedophilia, you're going to get niched into it. Yep. You're going to get niched into it. You're not going to be able to get out. You're going to have to literally drop everything and scrap everything that you have done and start over. Because once you're niched into it, even some, there are some platforms out there, I'm not going to mention them, but there are some platforms out there that are getting hit with all the pedophilia stuff. And now that's where you go if you want the sick stuff. And I'm sure a lot of PSOs know the ones we're talking about, but I'm not mentioning them. No, we're not going to mention that shit because we do not want to promote these sites. Mm -hmm. Um, The chances of these sites continuing over the long term are very small. Please keep that in mind, guys. It does not mean that, you know, others won't pop up because they always will. What you've got to understand is this stuff is something that you don't want to be niched into. Okay, it's just it's not something you it's not a road you want to go down. There are other ways to put food on your table. And we and that's the other thing. Let's bring that up before we start taking calls. We got a problem in this industry with bullshit. Do it yourself. Gurus. (laughs) You can make ten thousand dollars a month as a phone sex operator. Well, you know what? You could a long time ago, babies, but understand something, and there's, that's not the only one. There's plenty of them out there. But understand this. Back in the day, you could. Now it's a fuckload harder because now you are out there swimming in a pond so stuffed with fish that men can actually walk on the fish and go pick one up. So it ain't easy to do, and the shit you're being taught isn't even valid anymore. 
Because when it's someone's not. teaching you money, boo-boos, understand this. When someone's teaching you how to make money, they are teaching you old techniques. Why? Because they ain't going to teach you the shit that's making them money right now. Not going to happen. That's, just, that's classic for anyone who's getting into anything, affiliate marketing, anything, where there's gurus who's teaching you how to make all this money. You're going to be rich. It's going to be great. Men are going to be throwing money at you. It doesn't happen that way. This is a goddamn job. You are owning your own business, and it gets scary because there's times when there's no calls. But the problem also need. with these gurus is that they're not teaching how to avoid niching yourself and falling into the trap of the pedos, of the mm-hmm. things that you're not comfortable with. They don't teach that. That yep. is something that every PSO I've ever met, ever worked with, has had to come into and learn on their own. Yep. And if you've got, um, I mean, let me try to get my, okay. You want to have a guru out there? that's going to teach you how to PSO? Because I do think that, you know, if you're going to have online doms, you're going to have online PSOs, you're going to have the content creators and all that, and if you're mm-hmm. going to have somebody teach, then they need to teach what needs to be taught. Not sit there and say, oh, you can make so much money doing this. Mm-hmm. No, there's a psychological part to being in the sex industry that never gets taught and never gets yes. talked about. Yes. And I have not seen one guru out there saying, let's have a conversation about this. Let's, let's have a conversation about, about mental health in this industry. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about the pedophilia calls and why you should avoid them. Let's talk about how to not niche yourself into an uncomfortable character type. Because that happens a lot. Sure it does. And because there's, there's you're, no you get desperate. When the calls don't come in and you're like, okay, well, all right, maybe I'll just, and it's like, I know it's hard, but please try not to do it because Mm -hmm. what we do induces PTSD on a good day, guys, Mm -hmm. on a good day, okay? And I don't care what avenue of goddamn sex work you're in. It's PTSD inducing. It just is. It's what we do. We are treated like garbage, Okay, the last one of my pet peeves, everybody knows, don't fucking hang up on me. I can't stand that. You guys, I'm going to say it again. You've heard me on the show say it before. Gentlemen, try being that word. When you are talking to women on the phone, they are human motherfucking beings. And when you hang up and treat them like garbage, it shows who you are like you would not believe. Mm-hmm. So please, try using the word gentleman and sticking with it for five fucking minutes and say, thank you, goodbye. <laughs> I can't take it. I just, I can't. I, it's like, come on. We are human fucking beings. I even write people that do that, and I get pissed off now. I'm starting to write emails. Are you fucking kidding me right now? You just hung up on me. What am I, a piece of shit on your shoe? It don't work that way, my friend. See, These that's so funny. Beings. The hang-ups don't bother me. They oh, really can't. don't bother me. Like, if I get one that goes boom, boom, out, go to lights, and they go click, and I'm like, all right, cool, bye. I just move on. <laughs> that's, it just doesn't I just, bother I me. Just, 
I just want to fucking haul off and punch them right in the face. Cause it's, because to me, it, if you hang up on someone, I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't give a fuck if it's phone sex or not. Hanging up on people is fucking rude. Okay? Mm-hmm. It, it is makes rude. a point. It is very fucking rude. It's entitled. It's privileged. It's bullshit. So I would just like to see everybody stop doing that bullshit, too. But that's that never going never gonna to happen. No fucking way. <laughs> So, ladies, what we want you to do in future, if you will, if you can try, is to dump feeding and monetizing that mental illness. That you, that's what you're doing, whether mm-hmm. it's their mental illness or yours, because by doing this, you will fucking do that. But there's other ways that you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. Here, we're going to give you the best piece of advice because we're not here to train your ass. And I'm going to give you one really good piece of advice. Niche your ass. And mm. I don't mean financial domination. Fuck financial domination, <laughs> ladies. It is so overdone. Niche yourself. You know, don't, don't be McDonald's. Something. We were discussing this the other day. Don't fucking be McDonald's. What does McDonald's do all the time? They try, oh, we've got to be a good pizza place. Well, that didn't work. Now we've got to be, you know, McCafe. What's McCafe doing? Well, we've got to do something with Starbucks, motherfucker. What are we going to do? You can't be everything to everyone. So you pick what you really enjoy discussing and doing, and that's where you niche yourself. And like I said, fuck financial domination. What you guys don't get is, as long as that motherfucker's on the phone, you are financially dominating him. It does not matter, okay? It's still happening. So saying, oh, I'm a fin dom, oh, Jesus, like, I, I can't even. Like, it's so overdone. Knock it off. It is now. Fin dom's always it used in to there. Be, it used to be such an art. You know, like we were talking, you know, I had that, one person, and it was so much fun because I would call them up just any time during the day at work, you know, and, you know, threaten him the way he wanted and all that. It was, it used to be an art. And now every Tom, Dick, and Harry are out there saying, you know, give me $100 and I'll show you my titty. That's really that all they're That's exactly doing. what this, and that, that is not financial domination. That's stupid. That's not even, and honestly, I don't even consider that under the term of fendom because. Oh, God, no. It's not, it's just, unfortunately, that's just another word for it. I mean, it's like desperation domination. Mm -hmm. Oh, there you go. Desperation domination. You're stripping. (laughs) So don't do it. It's just, it's not worth it. Taboo content's only going to kill your business. Mm-hmm. And it's going to kill your mind in the process. It's not worth it. And the reason why, okay, so what, what's all this boiled down to? It boils down to the fact that there is a reason why payment processors do not want anything to do with this content is because it's deviant. Use your head. Mm-hmm. What we do is still illegal, you guys. Think about it for a minute. Sex work is still illegal. Whether you're mm-hmm. doing it online, whatever, doesn't matter. It's still illegal what we're doing, essentially. It's, there was a reason why we were always in the back of magazines. You know, it's... Shh, I like being in the back of magazines. It was better back then. <laughs> it off it was the radar. I don't want right? to be on the radar. No, you don't. That's the fucking point. So just try really hard 
not to go down this road, we ask you, please, don't cater to this shit. There was a dom who was doing full-on pedophilia content. That's not domination, guys. That's not domination. Because the way it was being done was in a rape situation. It was She was actually grooming from a POV standpoint, so from, a point, from the point of view of the client. So she's talking to the client as if they're a small child. And this is what I'm going to do to you. And you're not going to tell your mommy. The whole fucking thing. Okay? That shit, I got news for you. If it gets dragged to me, because I don't go looking for this shit, but if it gets dragged to me, you can be rest assured I fucking report it. So, bye, bitch. I'll take you down. I don't fucking care. Because here's the end game, my friends. This is your end game. When you fuck with a platform that is trying to remain happy with the payment processors, Let's say Nightflirt, because everybody gets pissed with Nightflirt. I fucking can't do anything on Nightflirt. Okay, so let's use Nightflirt as an example. When you break the rules on there, you then fuck with my money. Why? Because if you get Nightflirt fucked and it's your fault, you just fucked with my money. And that shit ain't ever going to wash with me. Follow the rules or fuck off. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Queen, be talking oh, I'm taking some damn calls. Ready? Uh, we got, I think we have one or two on there. Uh, a few, yeah. <laughs> Although some may be holding and listening. We will check. Let's look. Hello. Hi, you're on Bitch Talk. Hello. Are you just listening in? I'm going to assume that's a yes, and we will put them back on hold. Shall we try for another one, Amelia? <laughs> Let's do another. Hello, you're on Bitch Talk. Hi, Kiara. Hi, Kiara. Hi, Hi Kiara. <laughs> oh, God, this, I didn't realize that this is what the uh, show was going to be about, but... Uh, <laughs> It's it's making me feel some shit, okay? <laughs> Good. Feel that I, shit. What I do you had, think? Just, uh, it makes me think about all the... I have this client, and uh, you know what? I don't care. His name is Joel, and if any of you have catered to his shit, you're a shit person. Mm. Because I have talked directly to the FBI in his home city because he was into blackmail and gave me all his personal information. So I called the police department and was like, hey, this person, here is his ID. Here is his social security card. Here is all the information. Here's where he works. Here's his home address. And here's a bunch of screenshots of him telling, like, 16-year-olds on Facebook that he's jerking off to them. Jesus fucking Christ. If that's not what you're willing to do when you run into it, because you will fucking run into it. Yep. Then you got to. You got to figure out, like you say, you got to figure out what your boundaries are. Like, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do for a dollar? Because mm-hmm. this ain't, we're not talking millions of dollars here. We're not talking $10,000 a month. What are you willing to do for $20 clip? It's almost like how much money do you want to spend to sell your soul? That's exactly really what, what you're is. doing. It's how much is your soul worth? Because you do, you, no matter what you do here in the sex industry, 
no matter how much you enjoy it. And yes, I do enjoy it. I've always enjoyed the sex industry, but you do sell a little bit of your soul to it. You do. So you're basically setting a, setting that limit there and saying, well, I'm willing to sell myself for the cheapest fucking price out there. Just go ahead and call me a little petty lover, I guess. Pretty much. I just, I know he got upset at me. Okay, because obviously he found out that I told them. And he had the balls to get upset at me for telling somebody that his fantasy was real. And I'm like, you sent me the screenshots, you fuck. Mm. Like, what do you mean this was all fantasy? I have the proof right here on my laptop screen in front of my face that you sent me. And they will just lie over and over because, like you said, they know that it's wrong. They know that they're sick, you know? But they also know. They they probably need help. But they also know. But they won't get it. They they won't get the help, but they also do know that, like, whenever us as sex workers, and this is just jumping on a totally different soapbox, but you turned them in. You did the right thing, Kiara. But the thing is, you're a sex worker. I'm a sex worker. And how how much do they really listen to us? How much oh, does didn't. authority care about what the fuck we say? It was five years until I actually got an email back that said, oh, by the way, we have an official investigation open. Mm. And they were like, do you still have those screenshots? I'm like, five years later? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't have that computer anymore. Nice. Because we are not believed. Because Mm -hmm. we are not credible, which is such bullshit. The screenshots that I sent were not counted as credible. You know? Like, I sent him the login to his Facebook that he gave me because I know the screenshots weren't faked because he gave me the login and I saw them myself and took them myself. (laughs) So, like, I just don't understand. No, I ran into the same thing with one of the other nasty platforms. I was actually one of the platforms, and I know you guys who are on it know what I'm talking about. You you have to pay penance to get onto the platform, which means you have to take (laughs) shitty calls to get onto the platform. You had to take 200, 300 minutes. I think it's 300 minutes. Mm -hmm. And during those 300 crap-ass minutes, I ended up talking to someone who described in great detail about going to Indonesia and getting a five-year-old little girl Mm. and doing some of the most horrendous things I've ever heard in my life. I kept him on the phone, encouraging him to tell me more in order to get his personal information, which I did, because I made it sound like I was interested in doing the same thing. Ooh, let's do it together. Yeah, yeah. I got all of his information, gave it to the feds, Never heard a thing. I'm not saying that they have any, you know, they're not going to be able to do anything about somebody flying to Indonesia because we know that that goes on in Thailand and whatever else. But it was, it, it, you get in those positions and it's like you've got to do something. Mm-hmm. How can you just let this go? And people go, oh, well, he's probably just bullshitting you. It's just a story. Understand something. When you've been doing this the number of years that we all have, you can tell when someone's bullshitting and when they're not. You just mm-hmm. can't. I can't tell you how it becomes, like, intuitive. This guy's details were so extensive that he wasn't lying. So 
this is the kind of shit you got to listen to on this thing. For what? Let me tell you. The payout on that place is retarded. So I'm the ableist about it. Do it. I mean, there's just, it does feel very hopeless. It feels like there's nothing you can do. So you have to do, like you say, you have to do anything you can. And, you know, my so friends are all like, oh, my God, you're like, you're like a real-life Batman. I'm like, no, they listen to Batman. No, they don't listen to us. <laughs> that would be nice, but they don't. And that's, and that's the disappointing thing. So I'll tell you something. Where, where we can fight back is by ratting. That's right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rat them out. Look, just rat the shit out of everybody you see who's doing something like this. Rat them out. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Clean it up. If you see someone doing and these shitty-ass fucking clips, report them to whatever platform they're on. That's what I did with the chick with the pedophilia. I don't fucking care. And I, like, with this guy, with Joel, it was just over and over throughout the years, I would cater, quote-unquote, to his black male fantasy and just collecting actual information and sending it to yeah. the officer, whoever, at the FBI. Because mm-hmm. they, they don't feel... They think that we're stupid, and, and not all of us are stupid, and we do know how to act. So know this. What we do is acting. So we can act oh, yeah. any way we want to get the information we need to bust your ass. The problem mm-hmm. is if no one's going to listen to us, so then the cops are out. So the only retaliation we have is to go backwards, which is to take out your content provider. Because if the cops aren't going to listen to us and bust the Johns, well, then you got to go the other way, right? Well, that's exactly what the BBC was doing, because they were the ones that found the incest. They were the ones that found all the toilet play. And these aren't these. When I say this content, this is videos that was on there. There was a father-son duo on OnlyFans that BBC were calling out. (laughs) A father-son duo. And this is okay. And they got busted. That's mm-hmm. what this is. And they want to backpedal. They want to dump the sex. They don't want you on there. Part- so my suggestion is get the room. fuck off of it. My partner in the other room is listening to this conversation, and he just goes, I believe you mean Agent Chucklefuck at the FBI? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they didn't do anything. They didn't. I know nobody did anything on mine either. But and I get it. Like I said, it, it's a Taiwan thing. But I had his phone number. I had all the information I needed on him. And they don't care. So what are you going to do? And the problem is, here's another problem. To be fair, I'm not happy with cops like anybody else. But they are just like everybody else, overworked. There's so mm-hmm. much fuckery going on. There's <laughs> just not enough. Well, and they also they also have not figured out how to actually handle the things that happens on the internet. That's why the government's That's throwing true. the whole sesta Fosta thing out there because they're just trying to put one huge well, they're trying to make blanket it look like over they and call it a day. Yeah. Right. And, and let's but face they, it, there's guys, no way. Fosta sesta did nothing. Yeah. They, didn't do they just they they don't know how to handle it. down Backpage. Done. Well, how that, how actually, Backpage, the thing was declared a mistrial today. Did there you hear you about go. that? Boom. It was declared a mistrial. That page will be back on, I'm predicting, Friday. <laughs> right? Please? Oh, that page that. will be back on Friday. Quote me on this, motherfuckers. Quote me. No, they're actually, I think they're setting up for another trial, so I don't think we're going to get back page oh, back. Poop. 
Oh, but well. damn it, yeah, it was set up as a mistrial today. Well, that's one good thing. You never know. But again, mm-hmm. this shit's going to come up. We're going to have more FOSTA SESTAs because as long as politicians are running around screaming, save the children, it's going to go on. The mm-hmm. problem is they're not saving the children at all. Not one iota. They're just using that as an excuse. Yep. Because it's good politically. <gasps> Look, I signed this bill, and we just took care of all the child trafficking forever and ever. Amen. No, you didn't. You didn't do a fucking thing. You just, you just pushed it underground more. Way to go. And since y'all won't listen to us, and we're in the trenches, what the fuck are we supposed to do? It's like you said, all we can do is, you know, police each other. Because mm-hmm. no one else can do it. I, I think that's the only recourse that we have. So uh, know this, we're coming for you. I'm not going to come for you. In other words, I'm not going to go hunting for you. I can't fucking be bothered. I got my own business to take <laughs> care of. But if something gets dragged, I will fucking take it out. I don't have a problem doing that. Fuck you. You're a fucking pig. Bye, bitch. Oh, so Nima's throwing up a question for us. Do y'all think we are becoming more sexually conservative in an attempt to bring back balance in light of extreme taboo? It's possible. I think that's a, that is a definite possibility, but let's look at extreme taboo. Extreme taboo has never been okay. It's been there forever. We're never going to get rid of it. We'll never get rid of incest. You're never going to get rid of pedophilia. You're never going to get rid of any of this. I get that. But, the problem but it is, also depends on what your idea of extreme taboo is. I mean, there's... there's exactly. You see, I don't consider things like pedophilia, uh, rape, things like that. I don't consider that taboo because that would put it in the line of being a kink. Mm-hmm. That's not a kink. No. That's disgusting. This is where this shit illegal. goes into gray areas and it would be almost mm-hmm. impossible to police other than trying to calm the content down. How can We're never going to do this, guys. Let's be honest. Because we're not. We're not going to be able to fix this. This is not a fixable problem. However, I'm just saying I think it is in our best interest as business people to call out bullshit business owners. And that's essentially Mm -hmm. what you're doing. There is no better business bureau for for online anything, okay? There's no better business bureau for anything to do with the sex industry. We have to be our own. We do. We do. And the thing is, is when you have the open platform – you know, like Night Flirt, like I Want Phone, um, these open platforms, there's no knowledge, no teaching, no helping. There's no. nobody there nope. to explain to you. I mean, you could just literally get on Night Flirt, make an account, and boom, you're taking calls. I mean, that same mm-hmm. day. But, I mean, there are also, and just to give credit where credit is due, the more of the direct dial or what known in the old days of trolling platforms mm-hmm. um, where you're actually hired on as an independent contractor, they do offer training. And, you know, I worked for one. I was an independent contractor for one for a long time. And, you know, whenever I would hire and I would manage, I would always tell them, I was like, you know, you've got to police yourself. You've got to say what you are not comfortable doing. And I need to know now what you're not comfortable doing because that way it could be put up there that you are not comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. And you have to put your foot down. And you have to be strong in that. And you have to explain why. But there's none of that support in the open platform. 
None of that support. That's why, I mean, I'm almost reaching out to those gurus out there that are taking everybody's money and grabbing everybody's, you know, little love and all is if you want to be a guru, then be a fucking guru and teach them mental health. Teach them how to... Stay in the how to safeguard themselves. Them. Yeah. How to take care of themselves. How to report when they're being abused by mm-hmm. clients. Yep. Because there is abuse, y'all. We go mm-hmm. through abuse. I have turned in many fucking clients for abuse. Yeah. So if you want to be a guru, and this is just me reaching out, because I know one of these fucking gurus are going to listen. You want to be a guru and you want to put yourself a little soapbox and you want everybody to come up to you and drink your Kool-Aid, then make sure that you're at least helping positively instead of saying, I can get you all this money. Just follow these rules. Boom, boom, boom. Understand most gurus in any industry are doing it for self-love. It has nothing to do with teaching you a goddamn thing. It's to do with them being loved by you. Oh, look, oh, look, this person did this. Oh, look, this person. That's all they're looking for. It's grandiosity. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. You're gurus wisely, people. Don't pour money over people unless they can prove to you, prove to you that they're making that kind of money right now. Because I'll tell you something, if they're busy teaching you, they're not making any money over there. And if you're just jumping on OnlyFans and you're not doing your research, you're not finding out what their terms of service is, if you're not learning about the platform that you're jumping on, oh, then you're going to end up... terms of service. Oh, no, they don't. But whenever you're... The thing is, though, is when you're coming into the sex industry, you need to start reading the terms of service. Yeah, you because do. you're putting your money in that. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be sitting there just like everybody had the whole PayPal incident. Everybody yeah. take a PayPal. Right. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, everybody's money just went poof. Poof. Because nobody Gone. read the terms of service. That's right. And that's what's going to happen. With day, like people still go, I take PayPal. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great, sweet pea. You won't be taking it for long, especially if you're advertising it. But I'm <laughs> telling you, and the ones that are moving... Because people are moving from OnlyFans, not to AVN, but to this other site that is a freaking white label of OnlyFans. It's Fansly, I think we said. My guess would be that may even be them. It probably is. I would not. They may be splitting it and pulling the adult stuff over to another platform. That I could see them doing on the sly. I could see that too. But if people are I'm not saying still it's going from one platform that's not marketed as adult to another platform that's not marketed as adult. Mm-hmm. You know, but so, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you've got people doing yoga on the front page, it doesn't take a moron to figure out that it's probably not where you want to be if you're making <laughs> bowls of poo goddamn videos. Like, do your fucking, just use your common sense. It's not, it's not hard. There are plenty of adult platforms. You don't need to go on these pseudo-vanilla things. Like, it's just not worth it because in the end mm-hmm. you're going to get punted. They're going mm-hmm. to punt your ass. It's just a given. Let's take another call. 
We still have Kiara on the line, too. Hi, I'm TikTok. Hello. Hello. Who's this? It's Beast. Beast, me. What's going on, so, William? Uh, not much. Just hearing what you guys have been saying, plus talking uh, to a lot of uh, TikTokers who are actually BDSM educators, several of which actually went to OnlyFans to try to be educators there while making a little bit more money. Now, when you say, like, when you say BDSM educators, what are they educating on? Like, give us some uh, Safe words, consent, negotiations, what is considered, like, safe play and stuff like that. So no one's touching mental health. It's just all about actual, you know... Yes, yeah, so this is the problem. Stuff. We need more mental uh, health it, in this industry. Well, one one couple is kind of uh, talking on that. Because... Um, so Kira wants to know, should she hang up? Is she yeah, still on hold? Should she hang up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, B. I was back there because I figured you'd want to talk. I don't know. We're just around because, you, you know, we love you. You can stay around. We want your opinion. But you can go if you want to. But, yeah, this one couple is also talking about, you know, we've been in this for a long time because we met uh, in high school and we learned as we went, but it's not going to be for everybody. And that kink is customizable. Yeah, and your point is, I know some people are really stupid, but come on, they can't be that stupid. They're that stupid. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Come on, seriously. They're I mean, that stupid. Yes, mm-hmm. most human beings are yeah. that stupid. It 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 just yeah. is a fact. It's and a depressing fact, but it's a fact nonetheless. And the more you put them in a group, the more stupid they become. It's just like you just go down. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, mind you, like me, it's. I know so, I still got a lot to learn about BDSL in all different variations. I was like, well, and it's a okay. never-ending subject. You got to also keep mm-hmm. that in mind. You will never learn everything oh, yeah. because it changes too. Because you oh, yeah. change. Yeah. Uh, most Friends definitely, change. especially since. Uh, Right now, I have two partners. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're such a slutty man. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you're not. So what are these um, TikTok BDSM educators doing now that OnlyFans is um, acting like a fucking woman on menopause right now? Uh, from what I've seen, they've slowed down, but they're still, you know, educating. They're not showing skin. They're not showing a lot of toys, but they're talking. They're, you know, it, they're showing, they're having discussions. Um, there are some better than nothing. TikTokers that are, they're not showing a lot of skin, but, you know, doing pictures and stuff like that. Video chats. Mm-hmm. Like, you could almost do that on night flirts 
you might as well. well it's a lot better to and jump Paul, in where the where everybody is. OnlyFans isn't going to be around. It's it's, it's but a waste the thing of time. Is about OnlyFans, we didn't touch on is OnlyFans has got a high payout. Oh, is that what the deal is? What are they eighty twenty? Mm-hmm. I think they're seventy thirty. Well, seventy thirty is the same as Night Flirt. Well, they also don't have the connection fees and stuff like that, too. Well, no, because they're not doing phone. Right. Well, it's still not that big of a payout. deal. But AVN's got a lower payout. I'm talking about for the membership platforms. I think they're the ones that's got the high, one of the highest payouts. Okay. But they do have a high payout. In fact, just to cause some um, <clears throat> show how stupid people are, um, since OnlyFans came out and said, oh, oops, guys, we're sorry. We're not really going to get rid of you. We love you. Now you have some of the loosely termed sex workers on there saying that um, OnlyFans needs to give them their last bit of money, like the commission they took from them. So they're expecting to get all the commission that OnlyFans took from them. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. I know. Exactly. But it's so, so funny. So Kiara asked a very, a very fair question here. Um, she wants to know what everyone thinks about the fact that the mean age on TikTok is 14 years old. Think about that for a moment. You guys, if you're on TikTok and you're educating about BDSM, is that really a good platform for you to be on? Mm-hmm. This is the problem, guys. This is, this is the problem. Yeah. Use your goddamn heads. And there's no way to verify the ages because, I mean, literally, I mean, I'm on TikTok, and you could be just scrolling through, and it could just be a kid. There's no way to verify the ages. That's the problem. So this shit should not be on TikTok. There are places where this shit can be, but TikTok mm-hmm. is not yeah. one of them. Well, that like the you can flag new it as that, uh, that came out of U.S., Clapper, isn't exactly the best either. What was that? Clapper? Because yeah, Clapper. It's a uh, alternative to TikTok um, made in the U.S. They said, you're all adults. Just scroll on past. It's like, I give that about another month before they switch out and go, okay, now we have to have some hard and fast rules. Da, 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 da. I think they need you know? to because there's already a problem with 8, 9, and 10-year-olds having porn addiction. We discussed mm-hmm. that last show. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. true fucking epidemic of porn addiction. Time and place, people. Get the fuck off of vanilla platforms. It's not right. And, and Kiara saying that she's even seeing fendoms. And she even, Kiara was saying she's even seeing fendoms on TikTok, too. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. It's not I mean, it's right there. These chicks are on there flashing their boobs and doing all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. So what's going to happen exactly... What Sir Beast just said is what's going to happen. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, everybody's going to get kicked off, and then everybody's going to go pouting. It's not fair. Understand, too, that these are corporations that are not publicly traded. They can do what the fuck they want Mm -hmm. when they want. Mm -hmm. That's fucking public capitalism, my friends. If they want to punt your ass, they'll punt your ass. If PayPal wants to take your money, damn well sure they'll take it. (laughs) You can't do shit. (laughs) And the so thing is, Findom is illegal. Did you, Findom is illegal. There's still, there, how many times do you pick it up? I, I hear it a lot, where these chicks are now being taken to court. So you got to be fucking careful who you're playing with now. Mm-hmm. 
It's just not worth oh, yeah. it. Just not fucking worth it. Well, these platforms like, you know, Instagram, TikTok, um, even Twitch, because there's a lot of Twitch streamers now where, you know, they're doing um, just crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And, and even here on Discord, you know, if I was even reading some of the forums and there are girls now that are using Discord to do their cam shows. And the problem is, is that these things are going to get regulated. These things, yep. what the, puts us on the damn radar is the fact that people are not complying with the rules that are out there and showing that shit, and then it puts us on the radar. And then well, PR just said, at least you can label your stuff. stream on Twitch as 18 plus. You can, and you can actually do um, NSFW here on Discord as well. But yeah, things like Sorry. on Instagram, oh, that's fine. But things like on Instagram, the, the platforms like that, and even if it's 18 plus, I mean everybody knows. Even if it's, if it's got that little bar there that says, "Am I over 18?" Uh, yeah, click. Yeah, that's so helpful. Mhm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm in two uh, servers. I had to show my age mm-hmm. and my photo ID. This is on Twitch. Or the photo of my photo ID. Yeah, it was here on Discord. Oh, on Discord. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and you know, with my picture, current date. And my ugly mug. And it's like, okay. Three different times on two servers. I was like, okay. Was it, I was like, that's strange. I said, that's really very... did, didn't help. That is weird. Why? Because... But then, like, anybody can have a server and then ask for your ID? I don't fucking think so. Oh, no, no. They have, it's an outside server that looks verifies the information, and goes, okay, this person's over 21 or over 18. Right. And they actually delete the information off their systems. Mm -hmm. They don't keep it. Right. Um, But one Discord server that was specifically for that literally crashed within about two weeks. Wow. I was like, Okay, then. A lot of uh, this other server basically it had gotten Thanos. They rebuilt it, and they used it. And then all of a sudden, okay, yeah, it's not working. Just get here and then show it to us, and we'll self-verify because we're going to keep track of who we got listed as da-da-da. And it's like, yeah, I was already in that server, so let's get this done. <laughs> You know, it is very difficult to figure out how to prove that you're over 18. I mean, that's why I keep my Discord behind the Patreon paywall. Because, yeah. you know, that's about the only way you really can do it. Mm-hmm. And about the only way you can be safe with your adult work is to go onto adult platforms that actually police and take care of you. That's right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a gaming server that I will be doing semi-adult gaming, which is basically cussing and people just, you know, being people. 
but it's going to be that area is for specifically the adult players. I have a setup on my server for oh everybody can go onto this stuff, we'll play this game, da 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 da, you know that type of thing once I get everything set up for game streaming myself. Mm-hmm. But again, that's me and what I plan but on doing. you also take very good care of people around you. You have common sense. Most don't. Most don't care. Most don't give a rat. Most are looking for the easiest. The easiest. Yep. The easiest, the quickest, and the fastest, most money they can get. Thank you, Beastly, for calling in. We appreciate it. You know, I love it when you call in, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and we love yeah, you, righty. dear. Enjoy, my dear. I will. Tati tata. Bye, Beastie. So, this is not something we're going to be able to fix. Not us. Mm-mm. Not any. I don't want to. I don't want to be a it part would of be nice I'm just if we could. Be a part of bitching about it. Well, that's what we're here to do is bitch talk, right? Just bitch and bitch and bitch. Not fix a goddamn thing. Cause it's <laughs> above our pay grade. Way above I'm our pay tired. grade. I'm too tired right. to fix it. Right. I'm just going to go lie down until all this shit goes away. That's my new Oh, rule then you're never going to get go up lie again. Down. You're never getting up again. I know. <laughs> it's nice. It's perfect. It works. Believe me. So, dude, what are we doing on the next show on October the 12th? Oh, Halloween. Halloween. Halloweenies, weenies. Yeah. So we are going to do a whole bunch of fun stuff on the next one because it's the Halloween edition. We always have to have a Halloween edition, and we're going to talk about witches mm-hmm. and witchcraft Fetishes. We should change it that time to instead of say bitch talk, witch talk. Ooh, good one. That's what we'll do. We'll call it witch talk. Yes, I love it. What else? Oh, you had a good one. Satanic church. Um, Tell everybody about the satanic yes. church. Oh, our wonderful, wonderful people. The satanic temple is suing the state of Texas <laughs> for yes. their for their followers to have the. Ability to have abortion because it is their religious freedom and it's protected under the religious act. And if the I satanic love the church takes down fucking abortion law, do you realize what sweet poetic justice that's going to be? Do I love the fucking satanic like church. I really do. I think forever. I love they are the so cool. I we love have, them. They're we awesome. have a branch out here in Atlanta and they are just awesome people. Awesome people. Beautiful people. And the thing is that the satanic church is the satanic temple is not really Satanism. That's what's so funny, is that if mm-hmm. you it's not actually Satanism. So it's kinda of funny. But yes, they are suing Texas. It is in the courts and they have already won quite a few things because of the Religious Freedoms Act. And so we'll see yeah. how this happens. Yes, yes, yes. We're even going to teach you sexual witchcraft. We're going to teach you what that means. Ooh. Mm. Think about that. Oh, my God. And we're going to have twisted stories. 
We're going to bring back <laughs> what the sweet fuck stories just to scare you all and raise all your little hairs on your head and on your arm. We're going to do all kinds <sighs> of stuff. It's going to be crazy, crazy. Yes. So you got to be there. Tuesday, October 12th, 10 p.m. Be there because we may test spells on it'll you. It'll be witch talk. It will because witches. what you guys don't know is that both Amelia and myself are witches, witches and have been witch. for decades. Yes, for decades. You have to say decades. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, for me, I'm older than you. I'm the old lady oh in the group. Oh, my God. But decades? I'm a little old lady Jesus. here. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to teach you all kinds of stuff. We're not going to talk about witchcraft fetish because it actually is a fetish. Mm-hmm. There are some people out there who absolutely adore it. And, and I, there is sex magic. Awesome. There is sex magic. There is sex magic. Sex yes. magic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's really cool. And you can do it. You don't. It's it's essentially just using energy, the energy that you create during sex. It's really cool. It is fun. So there you go. Oh, Kira's all like perked up. Like, <laughs> She's like, Kira's gonna be here, man. She's gonna be like, yeah, witchcraft, bitch. I'm in. So. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening in. Thank you all for being here in chat. We had MBR here. We had Naima, the BBC dealer, the mm-hmm. beautiful Miss Tegan Marie, our lovely sub Sophie, of course, Sir Beast, and the beautiful Dominic Chiara. We had Bree Bree. We've had everybody. Everybody came out. Look, Kim Chrissy came out. This Kim, Kim the sissy, sorry. And God, yes. everybody, everybody, this is so cool. So thank yeah. you so much for coming out and joining our Discord group. And thank you for calling in, everybody. You guys fucking rock. Ta-da. Thank you. Thank you. It was great. Y'all have now been educated. And make sure to turn the fuckers in when you see them. Turn in. Be a, be a cunt all over their be face. A fucking, be, be the biggest cunt you've ever been in your life. <laughs> And on top of that, it actually makes you feel good. So go right ahead. Turn them in, baby. Turn them in. Not going to play fair? Fuck them. Exactly. Yes. And and Naima, congratulations on having blonde hair now. Way too... It turned out (laughs) shit. No. It couldn't have turned out shit. It's going to look beautiful. Don't say that. No. So so shout out to everybody. We love you guys. You're so cool. Love you guys. And Naima, that's why the gods invented wigs. You'll be fine. Oh, totally. Wig, weave, who cares? Fucking do what you gotta do. But I still don't believe it. I have a feeling it probably looks fucking amazing. It probably does. You know where our own work is. Oh my god, and Kiara fucking, Kiara cut all her hair off tonight. She went scissor crazy. Oh lord, you guys. This is what happens when women are sitting around. It's not, it's not good. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night! Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.